Hey there, our listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be talking about The Petrified Flesh by Cornelia Funk, best-selling author of the Ink Heart series. Now, I will say this series is a lot like the Ink Heart series. Um, it does take a lot of inspiration from the grim fairy tales, but what differs is this novel or this series is, well, one, it was first published back in 2010, but the edition I read is a new revised edition a whole decade la- later. So you can just imagine how much uh, Funk has changed and grown as a writer in the past decade that she first wrote and published this series. And it's definitely for an older audience. I would say teenagers and adults. Um, it really does draw inspiration from the grim fairy tales but it is its own thing entirely and i think that's what really sets funk apart from the from other authors you know on the cover of the book or there is a blurb that says germany's um answer to J.K. Rowling, or I think it's Germany's J.K. Rowling, and I think that's really unfair to compare the two. I guess if you're going to use it as a selling tool, fine, but I really do think Funk's writing speaks for itself. It is very different from Harry Potter. It follows Jacob and Will, Reckless. Now, Jacob, he has been to the mirror world before. In fact, he basically lives there. He would just go home occasionally to visit his brother. And he's a treasure hunter. You know, he's he looks for golden slippers or roses, uh, magic mirrors. Basically, he looks for those things that are in the Grim Fairy Tales, those magical um, tools that we are all very familiar with, you know. But what he didn't expect was for Will to follow him back one day. Now, he's tried very hard to keep Will out of the mirror world because it is very, very dangerous. And I think what's really good with this series is, you know, these are two characters in their, I would say, early 20s. Um, That's the, the feel I get from them anyway. Will is dating and a nurse, so she's studying to be a nurse, Clara, who also stumbles into the mirror world looking for Will, and Jacob has come to realize that he's been a pretty shitty brother. Uh, First, their dad abandoned them, and then when he found his way into the mirror world, he just kind of stayed there, and, you know, he'd come back, visit his brother, but never really say anything to his mother, because he's like, oh, it would have been too hard to explain where he was, and then leave again, only to, you know, come and go as he please. So, he only made himself known to his brother. But the thing is, you know, his brother has to grow up with his with their mother, who was just, you know, first her husband is gone, vanishes, and then her oldest son vanishes. You know, that kind of sadness, that kind of depression would really take a toll on someone. And then when she dies um, of, I think it was cancer, Jacob's not there for that either. 
never says goodbye to his mother. And it was just Will. You know, it was Will by himself taking care of his mother. It was Will by himself just alone, you know, which is probably why he followed his brother into the mirror world to begin with. Because it's like, yo, dude, I'm tired of being alone. But when a curse affects Will, you know, Jacob's really coming to the realization like, shit, I've really failed as a brother. I got my brother into this mess because I just wasn't there for him when he was growing up. I should have been there for him growing up. But I also wanted to be in this world as a treasure hunter looking for his father because that's what he his initial goal was to look for his father. He does gain some hints as to his father's whereabouts in this series, which I think is really interesting finds out, you know, that typical thing of, oh yeah, my father didn't just abandon me. He was kidnapped. Um, That part's a little cliche, I will say, but you know, it is still a really good and engaging story. However, I will say this, um, the writing is a little stiff. I say that because the book was originally written in German, so for me, I feel like some of the magic that I wanted to be there in the story was not there in the story, and I think maybe that's because some of it was lost in translation. No translation's ever going to be perfect. You can't recreate the magic of an original story, but I think... For me, it felt a little dense. It felt a little stiff when I was reading it. It really did, however, capture the essence of the original Grimm fairy tales, which I have read and loved. And I think, oh yeah, this is, you know, they definitely match, you know, atmospherically, um, tension-wise, tone-wise. And I think maybe that's what the translator was going for. I don't know if that's exactly what Funk was going for. Maybe it was. Who knows? Again, we'll never know because... Uh, translations tend to tweak things here and there. Um, so I just felt like I wanted to lose myself more in the story than I actually did. I wanted more magic to the storytelling. I really did. So I'm kind of sad that there was not enough magic in the overall narrative to really capture my attention and really grip me. Now, that being said, once the tension, you know, the pacing rises and the tension rises, you know, that last third of the book, I devoured it. You know, that last one third of the book, I was like, oh yeah, now we're getting someplace. Now we're getting someplace. Tension is rising. You know, it's the story is really developing. The plot's really developing. Jacob's really going through some amazing character growth. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I liked that last third of the novel. I think that last third makes up for everything else because it was well written. It was structured very well. And you really do get to see a lot of fascinating characters. You have the Black Fairy. You have the Goyles, uh, a race of people with rock different types of rock as their skin. You have Clara, you have Will, you have Fox, slash the Vixen, and you have Jacob. These are all a lot of different perspectives that really add a lot of dimension 
to the plot development and the overall storytelling. So I do think it is ultimately worth the read, plus the cover is beautiful. The cover is absolutely beautiful, and I'm glad they redid the cover with these new publications because I have to say I'm not a fan of the original covers uh, for this series. If I were going to go to the bookstore and I'm like browsing through books, I would have been like, no, thank you. Uh, to me, the original covers just were not very appealing. However, these new covers, you know, they're very minimalistic. They are quite beautiful to look at. And I'm like, these are gorgeous. Um, absolutely gorgeous covers. So good job, <laughs> publisher and illustrator, for redesigning these covers because they do capture, I think, what's inside the book more than the original ones do without giving away the plot. Uh, they do capture that magical feeling that is in the storytelling and the fairy tale essence of it. So I will say uh, Funk's writing is, as always, solid. She is a spectacular author. She's great at putting together story stories. And I do love her world that she builds. I really do. So on that note, I will give this series 3.75 out of 5 stars. Not quite 4, but very, very close. Um, I do think it was well worth the read. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, please, all I ask is that you support your bookstores. You can get the, you don't have bookstores in your neighborhood. Go on bookshop.org, barnesandnoble.com, which ships everywhere, including internationally. Go to Books A Million. I mean, please just, that's all I ask. Support your bookstores and not Amazon when it comes to purchasing book. Um, if money's tight, support your local library. Or you can get the Scribd app for $8.99 a month to get ebooks and audiobooks. You can get the Libby app, which is free. All you need is a library card to get ebooks and audiobooks. And a lot of libraries right now are still doing curbside pickup due to COVID. So just reach out with your local library, put a book on hold, and then there you go. All you need is a library card, and you can get a digital one too for ebooks and audiobooks. On that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast and subscribing to it. Please don't forget to share with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Anchor FM, my, my recording platform, for just 99 cents a month. Have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.